0: Happy Thursday, everyone. It's all Bases Covered with Sean Cartwright. And we're sneaking in one little short episode before I go out of town. Today we're going to be answering viewer questions. We're going to be looking at the, uh, the Bull mania games. We're going to just be reviewing it again. We're look at college basketball, NBA, NHL, and the NFL games again. And we're just going to leave y'all. We're going to give some shout-outs. And we'll end it off. I'll say a little note I have and uh, that'll be that. So last night on my Snapchat, I posted um to it that my viewers could ask me any questions. I got six people. I didn't do any more than that because I kind of went in depth with the questions. So first, let's start off with Rodrigo. Rodrigo Perez. He asked me, can the Cowboys win a Super Bowl this year? Well, Rodrigo, I know Cowboys fans have been in search of a Super Bowl because they haven't won one since the 1990s dynasty. Credit to Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, and Michael Irvin. Even with a good defense and the offense getting back into rhythm, they're going to have to go through some really good teams. Rodrigo, between 2002 and this year, the Cowboys have been to 11 playoff games. and In those playoff games, their record is 3-8. and eight. So I want y'all to know that's very that's pretty inconsistent. I just don't see them stopping a great Eagles team. Their offense has been great. Their defense is there. Or a 49ers team has the best defense in the NFL. And if all that occurred, they're still going to have to beat a team like the Bills or the Chiefs in a Super Bowl game. So, Rodrigo, re- I hope that I answered your question. Anything's possible but I think it's going to be tough for the Cowboys to get there, and I feel like something always happens, whether that be an injury or they just don't play well um, in the later stages, especially in Week 17 and 18. The past couple of years, they have not played well and in the playoffs. So, Rodrigo, I hope that answered your question. There's always a chance, though. So, Quinn Atkinson, he wanted a Canes versus Predators preview. He's going to the game on Friday night. 7.30 Eastern time at PNC Arena in Raleigh. So here is my preview of that game. So Florida is sixth in the Atlantic. Carolina is first in the Metropolitan coming into this game. Florida has lost four out of their last five, while the Canes are on a nine-game winning streak. Canes have played great at home, but they're going against a Panthers team that is averaging 36 shots on net per game. Just like the Canes, the Panthers have a good penalty kill. And this will be a challenging game for the Canes, but I think they'll come out with a W just because of their talent, home arena advantage, and because of how often the Panthers have been in the penalty box. So I like the Canes in this game. My players to watch, though, on Carolina. Marty Natchez, the points leader on the team, and Andre Spenstinkoff. He's our goals leader. Now the Panthers. Matthew Thinook. He's their points in assist leader. He'll be someone to watch for the Predators. (laughs) So, Quinn, I hope that answers your question. Enjoy the game. My cousin's going to it. It's going to be a good one. I'll be watching it. So, enjoy that, Quinn. Now, my friend Matt from Wilson, he asked, can Purdue win a national championship in college basketball? And he wanted to know my thoughts on the UNC Duke games this year. All right, Matt. Well, right now it's pretty likely, I'm talking about Purdue. Purdue's undefeated, and the number one team in the country they play tonight. With Zach Eady averaging 23 points and 14 boards, and also two blocks a game, this is going to be a tough team to beat. I know basketball is not a one-man sport, but Zach is definitely the leader and one of the main reasons that this team is undefeated. The whole team keeps clicking, and good times are to come for the Boilermakers. If Edie were to get hurt, though, I think Purdue's chances would decrease greatly. Looking at Purdue's chances, I mean, right now, for the rest of the season, right now, though, they only have two top 25 games left. Purdue versus Indiana on February 4th and Purdue versus Wisconsin on March 2nd. They only got two more. But that's right now. Now, going to the UNC-Duke games this year. Both teams are completely different. And I think they're going to be interesting. UNC has a more experienced team. They've played under the big lights and big, big pressure. While Duke has a young team, a young first-year head coach in John Shire. I think this year in the regular season series, both teams will get a win against each other. It's bound to happen. happens every year. I think Duke will win the first game at home and surprise people. Filipowski, Jeremy Roach, and Derek Lively will be the focal point of that game. Then when Duke goes eight miles to the University of North Carolina, I think Armando will have a game of his life and go off for a double-double. And UNC will hush the doubters going into ACC tournament. So that's my thoughts. I know as a USC fan, I'm not trying to be biased, but I think it's they're going to split. If they meet in the tournament, I like Duke in that. Duke plays wet, uh, really good in the ACC tournament the past few years. Um. And I don't see them beating. There was a once-in-a-lifetime chance that they met in the NCAA tournament. I don't see that happening again. So, Matt, Purdue's looking good. I'm excited for the UNC Duke games. I hope I answered your questions. And I, uh, you have a good day, Matt. Landon. Landon man, he asked, What are your Super Bowl predictions, Sean? Well, Landon, this is a great question, and it's going to be a tough one to answer. My conclusion, though, is that if the Eagles can get Hurts back to 100%, if the Chiefs start to play to their full capability, I think that these two teams will meet in Glendale, Arizona on February 12th. Just the talent that these two teams have, how they've been playing. I know the Chiefs, I noted that the Chiefs start to play to their full capability. Because lately they haven't. They've been winning games, they've been getting through the games, but they're not playing... To the capability that I know they can play. Now the Eagles just came off a loss to the Cowboys in Dallas. Minshew look Minshew played his heart out. I mean, he he made he made mistakes, and you don't make that. He hasn't started a game in a long time. But if Minshew plays again this week, I still like I like the Eagles' chances. But if they get Hurts ready for the playoffs, they get him to one hundred percent. I don't even think he needs a game to play. I think they should just save him up for the playoffs. If they do that, I think the Chiefs will meet the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Now, the Chiefs are going to have to go through some teams. The Bills, the Bengals, possibly even the Ravens. So, a lot is going to have to happen, but I think these two teams just have the most firepower out of anybody in the NFL. So, Landon, I hope that answered your question. We're going to move on. Evan Jones asked, what are your thoughts on the Raiders benching Derek Carr? And will the Bucks make the playoffs? So, my thoughts on the Raiders' decision. um, Them benching Derek Carr, they need to give the backup a chance. I agree with it. Derek, as of late, he's had some spurts this season where he's looked really good. As of late, he's not been playing well. They're not going to the playoffs, so what's to lose? I think they give Jared a, chal- uh, a challenge, see what he can do. And like I said, just a second, you know, literally nothing to lose. So that's really my thoughts on that. Nothing really else I can say. I like the decision. Now switching my focus to the, the Bucks. I think they fall into the playoff after week 18, but they just barely get in. I really like the Panthers right now. I don't know why, I just, I do. With how inconsistent this team has been, mainly because of their offense, I don't see them getting that far in the playoff seven. Winning one game at most, I don't see them winning a divisional game, winning an NFC championship game. They just have been so inconsistent as of late. Brady, he always finds a way. I don't think it's going to happen this time. Evan, I hope I answered yours. Um. well, and enjoy your weekend, man. Ford Disbro, this is my cousin. He asked me, he goes to Davidson, he, he he asked, what are your thoughts on Davidson basketball? Well, Ford, when looking at this team, the first word that comes to mind is potential. This team has shown little spurts of this potential throughout the 2022-2023 season so far. One example is when they go play Purdue in the Indy Classic and they only lose by eight. No. Purdue's the number one team in the country, and Davidson is what most people call an average team in the Atlantic 10. I don't think they win the Atlantic this year, but with a foster lawyer averaging 18-plus points per game, there's good times to come for this team. There is. The next couple years, I do think this team can win an Atlantic 10 championship. They looked great last year. Almost pulled off an upset. And the NCAA tournament, we'll see what they can do moving forward. Bowl Mania, let's go into that. My record, 3-5 and five right now. We're going to remind you guys of the bowl games going on today. We know yesterday was a long episode. We went over all the bowl games. We're just going to remind you of the ones going on today. Recapping yesterday, my record is now 3-5 and five for the Bowl Mania Challenge that I started a couple of days ago. <laughs> Um, we'll start with Georgia Southern versus Buffalo. This was uh, one or two days ago. Georgia Southern loses. That was my first loss. Memphis, that beat Utah State big. As I said, they were just the more talented team. Coastal Carolina. They lose big time to, East, to the East Carolina Pirates. I did not expect that. So that's another game that I lost. And then Oklahoma State plays with Wisconsin, they lost that. Another upset. Wisconsin wins in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Then yesterday, Duke upsets UCF. What a great game for Duke. Glad I picked them. That's why I picked them. In the Liberty Bowl though. A three overtime thriller. <laughs> Only reason they went into three overtimes is because of a targeting call. It was questionable. I, I think I like the call, but it's just weird having a game being on the line because of a call like that. But Arkansas, they pull it out, even all the adversity they faced in this game. Kansas, credit to them for coming back and making this a game. It was a great game to watch. But Arkansas wins for me. My heels, I picked them yesterday. They could not get it done against Bo Nix. They looked great. They fought their hearts out. Bonix leads a great drive to win the game. Credit to them. Drake Drake played great though. <laughs> then the last bowl game yesterday, the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Ole Miss played Texas Tech. They lose big. Another upset. Wasn't expecting it. So that is why my record right now is three and five. So again, like I said a second ago, we're going to remind you guys of the bowl games going on today. Syracuse, they play Minnesota. I'm looking for an upset in this game. I picked Syracuse. I think they have the talent to upset Minnesota, but Minnesota also has a lot of talent. I mean, interesting one to watch. 2 p.m. on ESPN. The Bad Boys Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. The Cheez-It Bowl. We got the Sooners versus... The number 13-ranked Florida State Seminoles. Got to pick Florida State. I don't think Oklahoma's defense has done a stop. This clicking Florida State offense as of late, it's 5.30 p.m. on ESPN, the Cheez-It Bowl. And then, oh, I'm sorry. The Valorero, Almano, I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry, guys. Pretty even game. It's at nine PM on ESPN, but I'm gonna go to Texas. B. John Robinson. He is a stud. I think he's gonna get this game secured for the Longhorns and I think they win that one. to be a close game though. So those are the recap of the bowl games going on today. Um I'm excited to watch these games. I think there'll be there'll be some good they'll be interesting. The one to watch, though, for me is that Florida State game. I want to see what Florida State can do. But I'll show that also that Texas game. That's going to be a thriller. So, Sean's major headlines. Tua's doubtful. Teddy Bridgewater set to start. Can't wait to see if the Dolphins can beat the Patriots with Teddy. I like Teddy. He used to play for my Vikings. He's a good backup quarterback. UNC, they land a five star point guard. Oh, that's great for us. Duke, just like I said a second ago, they upset UCF 30 to 13. Taylor Rogers joins his twin brother Tyler on the Giants. A three year, $33 million contract. Going to college basketball, 20 ranked Auburn stays undefeated at home. They've been undefeated since last year's se- season. Arkansas, they win a 3 0 thriller. We just mentioned that. And then uh, Bo Nix is too much for UNC's defense. Close game, but Oregon pulls it out. Now going to the NFL. Tonight, just a reminder of these games. Cowboys at the Titans. 8-15 p.m. on Amazon Prime Video. Cardinals versus Falcons on Sunday at 1. Dolphins at the Patriots at 1 on Sunday. Saints at the Eagles, 1 p.m. Colts at the Giants at 1 also. Panthers at the Bucks at 1. Broncos at the Chiefs at 1 p.m. Bears at the Lions at 1. Browns at the Commanders at 1. And then our last 1 p.m. game, the Jaguars at the Texans. Going to our 4 o'clock games, 49ers at the Raiders. Jets at the Seahawks. Vikings at the Packers, 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time. Rams finally at the Chargers, again at 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time. Then Sunday night football, Steelers in Baltimore against the Ravens, 8.20 p.m. And then the Monday night game, which will be a good one, Bills at the Bengals at 8.30 p.m. Okay. Okay. Just want to shout out our official sponsor, Dockwright Marine Construction. Thank you for all they do. They repair any boat lift or dock damage that you need fixed. Our NHL schedule for today. Canadians, visit the Florida Panthers at 7. Red Wings, play the Sab- Sabres at 7. Rangers, play the Lightning at 7. Senators, go to our Capitol and play the Capitals at 7. Blue Jackets go to New York and play the Islanders at 7.30. Stars go play the Minnesota Wild at 8. Canucks play the Jets at 8. Blackhawks visit the Blues at 8 p.m. Maple Leafs visit the Coyotes at 9. Kings visit the Colorado Avalanche at 9 also. And finally, the late game, Flyers play the Sharks at 10.30. That is the NHL schedule for today. Going to the NBA. The schedule for today, we got the Hornets versus the Thunder in Charlotte. I'll be at 7. Cavaliers at the Pacers at 7. Grizzlies at the Raptors 7.30 Eastern Time. Clippers in Boston against Jason Tatum and the Celtics 7.30 Eastern Time. Knicks at the Spurs at 8. And lastly, Rockets against Luka Donc- Doncic and the Magic at 8.30. Going to college basketball, we only have one top 25 game today. Number one, Purdue, we talked about them earlier. They will be playing Florida A&M. So, short little video today. That's all I really have. Guys, it's been a fun four days on this podcast. I didn't plan on doing an episode today, but I wanted to hear some of my viewers' questions. I'll be going out of town tomorrow, so unfortunately we won't, be, we won't have any episodes for a couple of days. But text me at 252-723-2818 for any requests, because I know some people are requesting longer episodes, and I'll work on that. Again, 252-723-2818. Thanks for all the support. I'm excited to really grow this podcast. I hope everyone has a great day. Sean Cartwright signing off.